Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And today it is episode 32 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is Game World. This episode is a story by Jeff and Kelly and a teleplay by Michael Hill. And in the last time in the Challenge of the GoBots, we celebrated our 300th episode with Yay! a silly story about Scooter finding some ancient evil. And in this episode, the Guardians and the Humans and Pathfinder are in the command center somewhere out in space. Yeah, we're out flying around. And I guess this is AJ's first time looking at a star oh, chart, boy. even though she's an astronaut. And She's finding it really hard, but then she does figure it out, and, and Nick's just being an idiot. He's being a spoiled little shit. He's having his spike moment where he's basically <laughs> going, I don't like it when a girl succeeds. Mm. <laughs> like, he literally crosses his arms and sulks and slumps down in a chair. And then leader one even kind of, like, winks at the others, like, and you're helpful too, Nick, or whatever he says. On the But head. then they get attacked by renegades, and AJ's lipstick is now red instead of pink in this one shot. Oh, I, I missed that. Uh, but yeah, Thruster attacks them, and, like, right away, everything in Command Center starts to short out. Yeah, and over on Thruster, Buggy Man is in this one too, I guess, and Copter says the Command Center is out of power, and sounds like Psykeel says the Guardians are hitless. But what he means is they can't shoot us back, so may, are they hitless? Grammatically, does that actually make sense? That'd be funny. <laughs> um, anyway, what does that doesn't matter because Thruster's power starts to cut out by some unseen source. Yep, and a giant ship appears, and here we go again. It's the scene in Star Wars where yeah. the ship gets brought aboard the bigger ship, and all the troops around the ships, and the GoBots come out, and Turbo says, Kevin, if you don't let us go now, there's gonna be dick. <laughs> well, uh, it... <laughs> Yeah, they come out of their um, uh, out of command center and thruster, and there's like a bunch of alien troops who just open fire on them with these laser guns. It should be noted that this other ship is fucking huge. Oh yeah, like thruster and the command center are just tiny little things inside it. Yeah, it takes them a while to fly through to this landing area, but when they're there, there's these troops. They shoot them with laser guns, but the laser guns just create like energy restraints i guess i'd call them yeah it's like energy handcuffs on the humans and it just puts these little glowy things on the gobots and uh, i think crasher calls them restraining devices uh and an alien named bosa i guess is his yeah. name ba he just walks out he's kind of weird in that he's got he's got this kind of goofy troll face but robot arms with claws yeah uh, he, he looks he familiar i think we've seen like, he kind of reminds me of Something we've seen before. He kind of looks like, uh, I'm falling apart on episode titles, but you remember the natives in the planet, I think with the spiders it might yeah, have been? But yeah. The blue one, the blue aliens. Forced he kind of looks like them. Yeah, I called them head. the orcs. Yeah. yeah. Looks like their head with pincher. Hey, none of this matters. He's a talent scout and he's going to sell them at a place called Golab. So away they go and uh, in their ship. And we go to Scooter in their jail cells who's just talking some shit to an an alien with bad ears. Yes. What are you looking at, dipstick? Have you ever uh, seen a gobot? Yeah. <laughs> and, they, um, and leader one says, hey, you know what, gang? Uh, Gobotron's not going to help us. We're on our own. But Psykill says, I'm going to befriend this Bosa guy. Mm -hmm. They ask, oh, how are you going to do that? And he's like, leave it to me. And I guess now we're on collab because yep. the ship flies in a lands and they all get out and get on the monorail, I guess. And they're off to the palace of Crespas, who is the Guardians have never heard of. And the guy's like, he's the illustrious Poontang. I mean, illustrious <laughs> game master of this world. Basically the king. Uh, here's the one thing 
I really did like about this episode was this city slash world. It's basically a, a city inside of a giant meteor, asteroid, whatever. Yeah. That's kind of a neat idea. Planetoid, I think Everything else it. is dumb. Anyway, Crestpass says, hey, I'm going to put you in some games, and the losers will be dismantled and or vaporized, <laughs> whatever, you know, gets me going. <laughs> and uh, Turbo kind of gets angry at that, and he starts to yell at him. Yeah, he's had enough for one day, and he starts flexing his muscles or something, and then he starts zapping, like, short note, and then the guards blast him, and he's dead. Commercial break. But wait a minute, before he goes down, or as he's falling, somebody yells, Turbo! And I swear it's Crasher's voice. It might be Pathfinder, but I really think it's Crasher. Well, it's the same voice actress, right? I know, it's Marilyn I know. Lightstone, so, yeah. Slightly different modulation, and it sounds like Crasher's modulation. In my mind, this is the one moment Crasher let her true emotion show, yeah. and she didn't want him to die. <laughs> There's a point, I think, in the next one. It's very similar. Yeah. But uh, when we come back from the commercial Turbo, yeah, he's still alive, but his subsystems don't feel so good, and later one tells him, not to worry, we'll get out of this mess. Yeah, and that's never going to come up again, the subsystem thing. Uh, however, on Earth, Newcastle can't contact the Guardians. He's there with Blaster and Hands Cuff, and those two insist on getting in another command center and heading out. And then we do the exact same thing with Screwtop and Phytor. They can't contact Psykill, so Phytor says, take a thruster and, and go get him. I, I do like when uh, when it shows Phytor and Screwhead talking. When, when it's, I, Oh, yeah. You put zooms in and quotes here onto the screen they're looking at. All they do is just take Screwhead and Phytor out of the picture. Like, the, the background doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, they just get cut out of the shot immediately they're gone so we go to the alien arena bosa is he's introduces the gobots as the guardians the renegades apparently the renegades are the house favorite don't know why well yeah there's a human yeah, giving yeah. two to one odds on the renegades except he says renegades he rolls his R for some reason here's the thing though bosa says um because they've got these restraining locks so they can't convert right and then bosa says their blasters are disabled and then we start the fight and they immediately all convert and then use their blasters yeah pathfinder goes after Coptor and Turbo smashes into Crasher, but then Buggy Man ramps off him, and then Leader One starts strafing Psykill with his supposed malfunctioning blasters, and Psykill blasts him back with the eye lasers, and Leader White converts a blast back, and it's the old laser tug-of-war bit where they're, like, pushing it back and forth between them again. And the crowd boos for some reason. I don't know why. That's, like, that's supposed to be the exciting stuff. But Crestpass and Bosa have this little off-screen moment or side moment where they're like, hey, this is going pretty well, even though the crowd's booing. Yeah. Uh, You know what? We'll go pillage Gobotron, steal the rest of them. Yeah, there's a whole planet of these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So back down in the arena, Turbo and Buggy Man, they're going back and forth. Turbo knocks Buggy Man on his ass. Crasher knocks Scooter off his wheel and stomps at him, but he just jumps out of the way. And back with the humans now, there are other aliens and robots with them, and Nick wishes he had the electronic components to build a device to counteract Chris Pass's device, and then the first concept art of rescue walks over and says <laughs> perhaps he and his friends can help. And welcome to another episode of the podcast within a podcast, the Ways I'd Like to See Nick Die podcast. In today's episode, the robot prisoners suggest that the humans use some of their components to build a device to counteract Crespass's black box. But there's one condition. Matt and AJ have to replace their parts with parts of Nick. And Matt immediately says, you got a deal, bud. And all the robots get out scalpels and saws and drills. And there we have way number 119. I'd like to see Nick die. And that was the podcast within a podcast. The ways I'd like to see Nick die podcast. Thanks for listening. 
One thing I really loved about this is that, you know, the aliens do offer, hey, you can use our parts uh, to build this device that you haven't, you know, described at all. It's just a device. Yeah. But we'll offer our parts as long as you uh, help free us. And Nick goes, okay. And AJ goes, sure. And Matt goes, no promises. <laughs> He's definitely my father. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the robots reassure Nick that, yeah, don't worry, we can live without these parts. They're like appendixes and tonsils, I guess. Uh, and then we go, this was such a weak, forced uh, cliffhanger. We just cut to Copter about to slice Pathfinder with the blade, commercial break, and then we come back and Turbo drives into Copter's legs and he and Pathfinder screw. Then on Command Center 2, I guess, Blaster and Hans Cuff are flying to the last known coordinates of Leader One's team and Scratch is here too. Nice to see him again. And Phytor comes on the screen. He's like, all right, fuck hand over Psykill and your other renegade prisoners or you had it. Yeah, this could have been poorly handled. Okay, this is the second thing I kind of liked about this episode. This could have been poorly handled where they just forced a fight and you have them, no, you have them, ah, they pew pew pew. But instead, both sides you know somebody reports to the higher up and says, hey look we did a scan and there are no renegades slash uh, guardians on that ship so they're probably telling the truth. And back on Colab, Bausa wants to sell the leftover parts of the GoBots as souvenirs. And Nick just about has this thing finished. And back outside, Crasher blasts Scooter and he lands in front of the cell. And he's he does the kicked. stomp attack. But Leader One flies in and activates his force field, which makes it bounce back and hit Crasher. So, so has, like wait, that. has that ever happened, though, before? Crasher stomp being bounced back at her from Leader One's shield? Maybe not off of that, but off of something for sure. I'm sure we've seen it before. Yeah, I've never seen Leader One Shield bounce uh, energy weapon back. I'm starting it's to wonder. He can't if... keep it up long enough to <laughs> bounce anything back. I'm starting to wonder if this show has continuity problems, <laughs> possibly. Um, anyway, uh, Nick gets his device working right away, uh, just as all the GoBots, Guardians, and Renegades are running low on power. Um, and Leader One says to Turbo and Scooter, hey, or Turbo and Pathfinder, blow a hole in the ceiling of this arena, which I was hoping was would like open it to space and suck everybody out. Yeah. But it doesn't. Everybody just runs for it, all the spectators. Yeah, it's like there's just this glass dome over yeah. the thing that is yeah, protecting the spectators from getting shot, I guess. And Crasher thinks the Guardians are escaping, so Cycle says, well, we will too, and they escape through the hole that the Guardians made, and then Leader One just kicks in the bars of the cell <laughs> that the humans are in, and Nick says, this is all thanks to our new pals, and then these fucking things walk out without saying a word. One of them is a light bulb with arms and legs that looks like something fucking Dr. Seuss drew. It, yeah, it's just, it is literally, and Paul's not exaggerating here, it's not a robot that looks like a light bulb, it's a light bulb with yeah. like little stick arm and legs it's it's a fucking joke but yeah all these aliens they don't escape with the gobots though they just like i guess convert on their own and fly off um but the uh eventually thruster and uh command center blast off scooters like no get out of here and they do and bosa starts to chase them yeah and as bosa is chasing them the guardians get the shields up and they're getting ready to go to hyperspace and psychill is glad fighter is here and tells him all right you get ready to blast that ship and fighter's like you mean the guardians and he's like no you idiot that other ship <laughs> it was kind of neat seeing like two command centers come up and then two thrusters i they they do blast at bosa but it would have been I feel they missed out a chance to some for some really good like swooping attack uh, visuals and shots. Anyway, um, they blasted both the ship, but then both thrusters just go to stealth and are like, "Bye, motherfuckers!" <laughs> and as soon as they disappear, the command centers are all set to hit the hyperdrive, and off they go. And Bos is on his ship, just losing his mind. Try this. Use that. Use the other thing. But nah, they get they escape. <laughs> Keeps going on about the refunds he'll have to give back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We go to the command center on the deck. 
and everybody's like, hey, good job, Scooter. Way to go. Way to go. Good job, Scooter. And, you know, you were really great in the games, even though I mean, he just got his ass kicked. <laughs> but Scooter thanks him and says, I wish I was just still a librarian. And we're like, when the fuck was he a librarian? This one was written by Michael Hill, was it? More like Michael Bay, if you ask me. AJ is shown having trouble understanding a star chart, whatever it is, even though she's an astronaut. Then when the GoBots are having it out in the arena and it cuts to the humans, AJ is going on about how she's so scared. What? That's not the AJ we know. Remember Ultrazod, what she was like in that? Then Nick the Bonehead thinks he can build a device to counteract the black box thing, and I think it would have made a lot more sense had it been AJ that came up with that idea. And then when Scooter lands in front of the cell, AJ tells Scooter, don't worry, Nick's building a device to counteract the thing, and then Scooter turns around and tells the others, don't to worry, because Matt and Nick are building a device. And then Pathfinder has to get rescued by Turbo, and she's all worried. Like, remember the episode of Transformers The Gambler? Same writer, and in fact, same episode. You can look that up. And remember how many female characters were in that one? Zero. It's like he was okay with Crasher being in his story, but was told he had to include Pathfinder and AJ and got petulant about it and wrote them to be useless. But unlike The Gambler, which had at least some semblance of a story, albeit one that could have been in any show and in which the characters learn nothing, this whole episode is just a threadbare excuse to have robots fight. And we've seen all this gladiator shit before in Time Wars and Lost in Govatron, and I'm sure we saw that boat. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Wolf in the Fold. If you thought this was a kind of shit episode, oh boy, do we have some news for you. Uh, <laughs> If you want to see two guys who will fold under pressure, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at McPherson one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Ray Stevens with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. And you're helpful too, Nick.